and welcome to the Bloom Podcast. I'm Ellie. And I'm Tanil. And we're super excited, excited even, to have you back for another episode. Uh, we kind of, I did a little update on uh, our Instagram yesterday, kind of just saying that we've made the decision to go to fortnightly podcasts. Just at the moment, we have like a whole heap on and keeping up with weekly podcasts is like a little bit stressful at the moment. So we decided we would go to fortnightly to make it a little bit more manageable while we get everything ticked off. Tanil's almost finished her first semester at uni and I'm finishing my certs. So I'm hoping to smash them out. And then once we've got all that done, we will reassess and um, hopefully go back to doing weekly podcasts. But for now we'll go second weekly and uh, see how that works for us. Uh, So the topic of today's podcast is going to be gym etiquette. I don't know. Can we call it that? Uh, Well, I guess so. It's, yeah, gym etiquette, what to expect, what to avoid. Not not what to avoid. It's Well, kind of what to avoid. Like the do's and don'ts of starting when you're starting at a gym, I guess. Yeah possibly a word for it yeah. um, I just know that when I like it was so daunting starting at a new gym and I I get like anxiety about like I guess it's kind of a social anxiety hey about how to act in like certain places and so like walking into new environments and not kind of knowing what the etiquette is in a certain place can be quite scary and I feel like that is like a big reason that puts a lot of people off going to the gym as yeah. well just because it like they don't know what to expect when they're there it's super daunting yeah yeah uh so I guess it kind of the first thing that I kind of wanted to say is I guess for gym etiquette it kind of depends what kind of gym you're going to there's definitely different kinds of gym out there that specialize in different kind of things so you've got your globo gyms which we've spoken about before they're like your big kind of commercial gyms that like your zaps your anytime fitness uh is there any other ones um they're the main two hey yeah they're really i think there might be other branches. yeah yeah other branches on the mainland of like that style gym but they're the two big ones that are in tassie yeah um and they have a very probably a very different etiquette to what say you walked into a crossfit gym um and then different again if you walk in like there's like the kind of newer style functional fitness kind of gyms which have your like your f45 your body fit that style gym and then you've got like your more boutique gyms can you call is it called a boutique gym i don't even know i guess like your more specialized gyms yeah we'll roll with a boutique gym they're like your ones that are like privately owned um yeah have like very unique unique um programming that is like home programming as opposed to like grabbing programming from elsewhere which a lot of gyms do yeah um and have i missed anything um I guess they're your, like, main three, hey? The main ones. There's obviously, the I know, like, where I live, we've got just, like, a little local gym that's pretty much just a shed yeah. around the road, and that's, um, like, that attracts 
it's actually a lot of like elderly people, <laughs> uh, which yeah, is right. fantastic. Um, but that is like probably hands down one of the best and easiest, most comfortable environments I've ever walked into because it's very, yeah. it's like more, I want to say like family orientated. Yeah. Sort of gym. Uh, hygiene can be a massive thing coming into some gyms. There are some gyms where it's, I feel like at Globo gyms, as much as people, you think people like wipe things down, yeah. I just get like dirty vibes in Globo gyms. Yeah. Um, COVID's changed us, hey. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, but then obviously you can, can get like, CrossFit gyms are pretty grotty as well, but I feel like it's almost, it it's doesn't. A sort of grot. <laughs> it doesn't, is it weird? It doesn't bother me as much. Like definitely I know at like, my old gym, we like, we didn't really wipe down stuff or anything after we'd used it. Even yeah, when it's just a lot of chalk. Like, I feel like it's just mess from hard work. It's yeah. different. Yeah. Like it's, it's but, not... like, even if you've been, like, sweating on a machine or anything, we didn't – I mean, if you had a towel or something, you'd wipe it down. But it wasn't, like – it wasn't yeah. super etiquette to, to do that. But because I knew everyone there and I was super comfortable and it wasn't, like – it was, like, such a tight community, I didn't – like the germs didn't bother me as much. We're yeah. all working out together. So I was kind of like, well, you know, we're all as sweaty as each other. Whereas yeah. the idea of getting on like a roller or picking up or like a machine at like a zap or something after like some it's random, random. used yeah. it really grosses me out. Um, but yeah. I guess that's one thing to be aware of. Like if you're going into a new gym, just to like suss out what their gym etiquette is with, um, wiping stuff down um all gyms especially obviously during COVID time had stuff had ha, usually have like a one of those dispenser things where you can pull yep. out the cloths wipes. what are they called wipes wipes <laughs> they have wipe dispensers everywhere um where you can like wipe everything down after you've used it but you will see people that won't do that um Another thing is like putting your weights away after you've used it. I think that's generally etiquette across the board of all gyms. I've never walked into a gym where it hasn't been etiquette to like once you finish using a piece of equipment to like put your weights away. It's just that in some gyms, like if they're run by like, say you've got a a coach there, they're sort of monitoring that. Whereas Say that for example, you can go there at ten o'clock at night, and the place is like a bomb. Like, yeah, you know, because people just don't care. Yeah, um, I have seen people like there are like some of the people at the front desk of Zap will go around and like tidy up every now and then. Yeah, but yeah, I think it's also on dependent on where you live as well. Because I was I went to Zap like it was a long time ago. It was when I was in like high school and college, um, and I had some PT clients that went there. So I went there to coach them and like, I was right onto them about equipment. Obviously most of the time it was me putting their equipment away so that they were, you know, they pay me for a service. Yeah. But, um, <clears throat> like there was, and obviously this is specific for, to Tassie listeners, but like in Hara, like it was super like tidy gym. Um, and then you'd come down to Sorel and it was like quite the opposite. Yeah. Um, so it's, it kind of depends on your area as well, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Sadly. <laughs> yeah. 
I guess so. Oh, like the Muna one, you would probably expect it to be quite messy, but yeah, it was actually like not too bad when I went there for all of what a month before I cracked the dance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and like, that's the thing, like if you're going and you're going to be using chalk as well, Globo gyms don't have, and like a lot of gyms don't like you, um, throwing chalk everywhere. Yeah. Or it at least a, if make of the mess, it makes a massive mess. And at least like know that you're able to clean it up. Like yeah. smaller gyms will often have a vacuum cleaner that you can like whip out, um, and like wipe up your chalk mess but the globo gyms it's a little bit harder to do that um there's not many reasons why you would need to be using chalk in a globo gym i don't think unless you're like me trying to do crossfit in a globo gym <laughs> this isn't easy i think that'd be definitely a minority of people yeah um then you probably don't need chalk so it, this part of the conversation is probably a bit stupid but you know, worth the mention. Ellie loves a ramble. <laughs> I love a ramble. Um, do you have any tips? Um, no, my biggest one is, um, if you're talking tips, is I'm going to use my mum, for example. Mum really wants to get back into the gym. She's, you know, just getting older. And she sort of slowed down with work. She was in quite a physical job and she's just noticing that her body's sort of starting to, you know, she's losing the muscle that she once had and she hates it. She's quite fit, quite active. Um, But going into an unfamiliar environment really scares her. So I've said to her to, um, if she's going to go back to Zap, because it's flexible with, you know, her life, because it's open 24-7, to book in an appointment with a PT yeah, because it's just, and it's not because she needs help. It's just so that she can go in there and they can, she can sort of suss out where all the equipment is so that when she goes in, she's like, yep, I know I'm going to go on the treadmill and these are the machines I'm going to use. I don't have to feel intimidated by the, and I call them muscle heads and that's not in an, in an like offensive way. It's just those big, blokes who lift weight and make a lot of noise who could be quite intimidating to someone like my mum. Yeah. I um, would put it out there. Some blokes grunt really, yeah, <laughs> really loudly. Scary, and and I, just, yeah, I just refer to them as muscle heads because, yeah. you know, they've got their, like, you know, those singlets that they wear, like, yeah, muscle tanks. <laughs> yeah. Like big guns and their shakers and yeah, you know, they will lift, like do three reps and then sit on the bench for like five, 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, and yeah, mum's like, Oh, can I use that weight? But having a PT who will show her, you know, five or six machines, even though she's been to a gym before and she, she pretty much knows what they are, but she's familiar with that environment then she's had somebody sort of standing by her and she's sussed it out yeah um yeah that's one thing that I find going into a new gym whether it's uh could be any sort of gym really just having that orientation yeah that's a good word yeah um orientation beforehand so that you feel comfortable that first time you step into that space on your own yeah. Um, you know where the toilets are. You're not like weirdly sussing out things and 
or how to adjust the machines because they're all so different. That, that is a massive thing, hey. I still get yeah. anxiety over that. Like how the hell do I adjust? <laughs> you just won't, won't change the weight because you don't know how to adjust it. Yeah. There's it's literally like cable machines I like I won't touch because I'm like yeah. I'm going to look like an asshole if I like yeah. move the pin and it like shoots up. <laughs> uh, yeah, so. At yeah, least I if I know that I can pick up, like if I pick up a free weight, like it's not. You know exactly what you're lifting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, cable machines are really, like... They're very beneficial, but... Super beneficial and super handy, like... Yeah. You know, because it's just so easy to just move a pin rather than, you know, lugging dumbbells around and all the sorts. But um, they can be, like, they nearly need to come with an instruction manual because they're not, um, like, a leg press machine that's so different. And then you've got cable machines right next to it, but... Yeah, yeah so and because then you've probably, got like the um, the plate loaded. That's what I mean. Yeah, you've got plate loaded yeah. leg press machine, and then you've got a a cable one as well. Yeah, like it's yeah. So um, yeah, and most of the machines actually do have like a small instruction on the side of how to use them. Yeah, but it's just a bit awkward. I the think first it's time you're going to the gym, going standing next to the machine and reading. <laughs> a really smart thing to do if you don't know how to use it. Like, that's safe. Do that. That's good. Yeah, practice. but also I don't find them very – well, maybe it's just me. I probably don't read them <laughs> properly or I'm just – I'm uncoordinated. We have established this. But I don't find them super helpful on how to use it. So it actually – what you're saying actually is like having someone that can go around and show you how to use the machines properly. Yeah. It, yeah, super beneficial. Yeah. Um, what I was going to say is it's always handy. Some gyms, it's all right. It depends. It, this is literally, I think, gym to gym de- like dependent um, about dropping weights on the floor. Yep. Um, there's been gyms that I've been to, even though they are weight lifting gyms that don't like you dropping weights, no, well, it can um, damage it, the mats. It can do it, all sorts of things. It can damage yeah. the mats, and it depends what kind of weight plates that they actually use. Yeah. Um, because it can also damage the weight plates. Yeah. Um, plus, it can. I guess it can also be like disruptive to other gym members if you're like constantly hearing. Oh, super scary sometimes when you're not expecting it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's like one thing if you're going into a gym. And you're kind of like, oh, like, I don't know. I'm going in and I'm starting to do a little bit of barbell work. Am I, am I allowed to drop the barbell? Yeah. Um, it's yeah, one thing that's something ever to get comfortable doing because I would always, like, place it down quietly. Yeah. And then going into like, CrossFit, like, you've, no. sometimes you've just got to drop it because lifting it down onto the floor is less beneficial because it fatigues you more. Yeah, CrossFit is letting it go. You don't need to hold on to that bar. Drop it. Yeah. Um, and it, I was the same. It took me such a long time to actually learn to drop it. And now I have to remind myself not to drop it. Yeah. Um, there's like some weight plates at the gym I'm at at the moment that like we're allowed to drop weight plates, but I've just noticed that when I drop them, they're only like five kilo plates. They like bend a little bit. Yeah, right. <laughs> and like when I took it off, it like wasn't laying flat and I was like, <laughs> Shit. Oh, shit. 
I was like, it wasn't me. <laughs> and then like, and then I'd be like, okay, I'm not going to drop it next time. And then I'd fucking drop it. Drop and it. I'd yeah. Like, Shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> stop yeah. the barbell. Um, but yeah, that's just something you have to like suss out. I think before you do it. Yeah. Um, and I guess that kind of goes in a little bit into the next thing. And this was, so I like posted a, a bit of a story on our Instagram page about this this week or the other day, whenever it was, um, last week it was yesterday. Wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. When we're recording this, but when everyone's hearing it, it will be, oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was having, I was doing pistol squats in the gym and a pistol squat is essentially a one legged squat. So you squat down holding one leg out in front of you off the ground and the other leg you're squatting on. Essentially it takes, it requires like a significant amount of strength, but mostly stability. I feel like. Yeah. Strength too. It's a complicated, very complex move. Yes, stability and balance and yeah, just, yeah, every, a bit of everything. Um, they have taken me a really long time to get, but someone in the gym, someone was like, oh, I wish I could do those. And then it kind of got us onto the conversation of like, and because I, I kind of said like, oh, it's taken me so long to learn how to do them. And then her PT was just like, well, that's the thing, right? Like, when you walk into a gym, it can be so intimidating because you see all these people doing crazy skills. Like you'll walk into a CrossFit gym and you'll see people doing bar muscle ups, handstand walking, yeah. pistols. Like you'll see people do crazy skill or walk in and see powerlifters lifting like deadlifting like 200 plus kilos. Yeah. And it's very easily to be super intimidated by that. But what we don't realize is that we all started somewhere. Like we don't know those people's stories or how they managed to get there and, or how long they've been training for. (laughs) Is this me? (laughs) Yeah. I was going to let you come in. I feel like I'm going to speak for ages. Yeah, that's the thing. Everybody's journey is so, so different and you don't know how many times they've failed. Um, And like your pistols, for example, it's been like there's been tears shed, there's been so much. And like if only somebody could look through a glass and see the journey to actually watching you pump out your reps of them there, they would probably just be like, that's too complicated. Like, yeah it's that's you know it's taken her this long I'm never going to be able to do that but then you know you couldn't either like if that was your mentality I I literally like a year ago I was using lifters so lifters for anyone who isn't a gym goer or doesn't they're like a weightlifting shoe which have like a bit of a high higher heel in them so it just gives you a little bit more stability I guess and a bit more like it like because your mobility like marginally, then it's yeah. not going to fix all your issues, but it can help while you're like squatting and doing stuff like that. So I literally had pistols and I was getting probably like quarter depth of where I had to be in lifters a year ago. And 
I don't entirely know because I hadn't done them for ages and I have been practicing them a fair bit recently, but I've just managed to be able to get them in the last like month. But that's the thing as well. Sometimes you don't necessarily have to practice the actual movement to become stronger in a movement. Yeah. Like just practicing pistols isn't going to get you better at pistols. Yeah. You need to become, you need to improve your stability, your balance. Mobility. Yeah. Your mobility, your strength, yeah. <laughs> like all of those things yeah. to get better at a skill. Yeah. Um, which is, yeah, it's like it's so easy to walk into a gym and just judge, yeah. oh, my goodness, this is just so intimidating. Like all these mm-hmm. people, they're going to think I'm stupid because I can't lift that much weight and all these people lifting that much weight. But they're not going to think you're stupid because they were once you. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. And it's the same with so many things. Look at our job. Yeah. There's nurses, for example. You know, how, like we said, uh, was it last week or the week before, that nurses are, like, chronic for eating their young. Yeah. Um, forgetting that they were once in that the same young. position. Yeah. And... Yeah, it's just, you know, it's the same. My partner Josh is just about to change um, his career. He's been a joiner for 16 years and there were so many conversations around changing career completely because he's going into a completely new field and he's like, I know nothing. I was like, yeah, but yeah. I actually what made him make the decision is I said to him, I said, Okay, so what if so his new boss that was um, where he's going, who's obviously had the conversation, I said, what if he was to come to you and say, I want to be a joiner, but I don't know anything about it. I said, what would you say to him? And he said, we'll be right. We'll teach you. Like, and I said, yeah, exactly. So why are you so scared to take that step? Yeah. And it's, it's just that fear of like failure and fear of looking. And that's exactly what Josh said. Stupid. He said, I don't yeah. want to fail and I don't want yeah. to upset anybody. And not yeah. that you're going to upset anybody by not being able to do a specific movement in the gym other than yourself. Um, but yeah, we've said it time and time again. You trust the process. Yeah. And you're going to fail. Like, hard proof. <laughs> yeah. You, if you're not going to learn if you're not failing. So, yeah. You have to fail to succeed. Like, yeah. The fastest route to succession is failing. (laughs) Like that sounds stupid, but because you learn what you shouldn't do when you fail and then you won't do it again and that's how you succeed. Like it seems so simple, but for some reason we are just all, and I think it goes back to what we were talking about like a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about like the school system, we're literally brought up believing that failure is a bad thing. Like if you fail, like it's bad. Failure is not bad. Failure is good. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. If it's used in the right way, like use it to learn from it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. There's no point failing and then just doing the same thing over again. (laughs) Like. Yeah. If you fail, like think about why you failed, like. Yeah. And grow from that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I think that is also like like another intimidating thing, like walking into the gym thinking that everyone's going to be looking at you if you're doing something wrong or like 
yeah, no one actually cares. <laughs> Literally, no one. Like, not like everyone to make you feel unimportant or anything, but no one gives a shit. <laughs> no one gives a shit at all. Literally, like people. Unless you're doing something completely obscure, like you're sitting on the. <laughs> I have the- judged before. <laughs> I have looked at people. I'm just like, my gosh, you're about to injure yourself real bad. Yeah, like unless you're doing something absolutely completely out of the ordinary like sitting on the leg press machine back to front or something <laughs> you know yeah. um nine times out of ten people are not going to be looking at you for yeah. you know yeah. and judging you for what you're doing because they're so just and this is really in community there's like this weird zone out thing in between sets yes so like, you'll be staring at something and not even know what you're staring at because you're so yes. focused and zoned in. So you think yeah. people are staring at you, but they're actually, they're really Probably not. thinking about anything to do with their day. Yeah. Yeah. And it's because people go to the gym to improve themselves. Right. And it's their own time. So yeah, yeah as you said, they ain't going to be given any shit about you. <laughs> no. And I'm yeah. going back to like seeing people doing things that, you're like, oh, maybe one day I'll want, like, I'd like to do that. Um, but you're, like, intimidated by that. Like, as you said with Josh, like, with people, like, learning to fail and you saying to him, what would you do if yep. they asked you, blah, blah, blah. Um, talk to the people in the gym. And, like, this is coming from me who doesn't coming talk. Coming from you. <laughs> There's so much confidence to walk up to somebody and just be like, hey. Yeah. Well, obviously, if it's a Globo gym, it's a little bit different. But if you see, like, if you're in, like, a community and you're, like, you know, you have people around you that are doing skills that you eventually want to get to, ask them how to do it because, like, 100% now I would do it. I guess, like, if I was starting out, I would definitely have been a bit more nervous about that. Yeah. But, like, some of my top tips have come from people that I've literally have just been like, how do you do that? Like yeah. or what progressions did you use to get yeah. there? Yeah. Because sometimes you don't know and not all progressions work for everyone. No, you can sure get on YouTube. It's like me with double unders at the moment. I yeah. can't tell you how much YouTube I've watched. Yeah. But just having someone say, Oh, try this. Like, yeah, that can help. This helped me like or for example whatever um or having someone watch your technique and just be like oh I think this is what where you're going wrong yeah um and most people will be really happy to help because they've had to do that journey themselves and they're often really proud of like how far they've gotten so they're more than happy to help you out like the gym it can get a bad rap but it's actually it can People be only really, want to see everyone succeed really yeah it's a like it can be a really super su- supportive environment yeah. where people just really want you to do well obviously if there's like competition in there it can get like a little bit more <laughs> competitive but like yeah. most of the time it's just really friendly competition and if it's not then like maybe the gym environment that you're in is not the best and yeah um but, yeah, I've never been in a gym environment where I haven't felt 
like supported by the people that are around me, which is really cool. It says that a lot is, for. It's, it's very lucky and it's, yeah. 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 So, so I guess like the moral <laughs> of the whole kind of thing today is like don't be afraid to be a beginner. Like, yes, everyone was everyone, once. Yeah, everyone starts somewhere and you have to put on your big girl pants or your big boy pants and <laughs> just go do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think um, that will wrap up today's episode. Uh, we will be back in two weeks with a new episode as usual you can follow us follow us on our socials on our instagram at bloom.wellnessco on our facebook page bloom wellness co um, and our email is also in the description where you can send us any questions or topics that you would like to be answered um we have some exciting things coming up actually i am going to brisbane uh, this comes out on Tuesday, so I'll be leaving on Thursday. Um, I'm going to watch the um, semi-final for CrossFit, the Oceana one, which is like, I guess you could put it at like national equivalent of like CrossFit. The way it works, it's a little different, but that put simply, that's how it is. Um, so it's like top people in CrossFit in Oceana competing um before they make it to qualify for the crossfit games which is like the world stage um so that'll be really cool and i'm going to document some of that for you guys so um and anyone that's interested it's also live stream on youtube yeah it's Um, it's a really cool thing to watch um also just reminding you that not everyone that's in a CrossFit gym is going to be doing the stuff that they're doing. They're like elite athletes. Yeah. The majority of CrossFit actually is just your normal gym girl who is going in there to be fit. But it is really cool to see what these athletes can do from CrossFit. Um, so we will see you guys in another episode in two weeks. Uh, we hope you have a really good fortnight and we will talk to you guys then. Bye. Bye.